First of all, this is, man, dream do come true. God is good. Those were the opening remarks of Shaheen Holloway at his introductory press conference as the new head coach of Seton Hall. Hey, everyone. Thanks for listening to the Tri-State College Basketball Podcast. I'm Brian DeNovellis. Don't forget, if you enjoy listening to the podcast, like it. Please write a review, share it with your friends. I really would appreciate it. Shah's first public words as the 20th head men's basketball coach of the Pirates. Dreams do come true. One of Seton Hall's own, landing his dream job. And not long after that, Holloway had this message for his new players at the Hall. I hope you guys are ready to work. I hope you guys are ready to work. Because that's what I'm about. I'm about work. I'm about hard work. No shortcuts, no nothing. I hope you guys are ready to work. And I know I watch this team throughout. I know what this team could do. So after this meeting, after this press conference, the first thing is going to be meet with you guys to understand what it's going to take to be played for me. And understand the tradition of Seton Hall University. Hey, this guy is all about the hard work, right? Putting in the time, no shortcuts, taking a page out of Bill Belichick's coaching book, right? No days off, no days off. This is the guy who just took St. Peter's, St. Peter's of Jersey City to the Elite Eight, farther than any MAC team had gone before, farther than any 15 seed. This guy's done it. He hasn't just talked about it. He's done it. That counts. When a guy comes in with street cred and they're not just talking about doing something, but they've already done it. They've won championships. They've done things that no one else has ever done before. Do you think that people are going to notice that? A whole entire nation noticed it. This guy knows how to win. He went to a Sweet 16 as a player, an Elite Eight as a coach. Shaheen Holloway has done it as a player and a coach. One of the knocks of Kevin Willard's teams. They won a lot of games. Boy, did they win some big games. But there were times, like in January, even throughout the year, where you'd scratch your head and say, man, when is this team going to play defense? And they would give up 42 points in the first half or 44. And at 48, and it's like, is this team going to work hard out there? And then Willard goes in there, makes his halftime adjustments, and Seton Hall comes out and wins, and everybody's happy. But if you look at the whole entire picture, there were things there. There were signs that said, give me 40 minutes of hard work. Why are they only working hard for 20? I don't think that's going to happen with Shaheen Holloway. Did you watch those St. Peter's games? They're rolling 10 guys out there, five in, five out, line change, high fives. 
they pressed Purdue for 40 minutes. Now, listen, they're not going to do that every game. But my point is, is they work together. Those players bought in. And if you want to play for Shaheen Holloway, you better buy in. He said it. He said it publicly. I know he was talking to the St. Peter's players. But you're damn straight. He's going to be saying it to the Seton Hall players as well. You want to play offense? You want the ball in your hands? Go play defense. Go get the ball. Then you can play offense. That's where it begins. Hard work. It begins on the defensive end. And the best Seton Hall teams have lived off of that under PJ, under Amaker, and under Willard when they wanted to bring it. That run by St. Peter's to the Elite Eight will forever be attached to Shaheen Holloway and St. Peter's. They will be talking about that for years to come. Look, Seton Hall was going to hire Shaheen Holloway, whether they beat Kentucky and Murray State and Purdue or not. But now, this hire looks like Seton Hall just got the hottest college basketball coach in the country. What it's done is it's put Shaheen on another level as a head coach. And maybe, just maybe, there were other schools, bigger schools, bigger football schools that tried to pry him away from Seton Hall. I bet there were. Wouldn't you? But there was only one place that Shaheen wanted to go. That says a lot. He was going to come here. He just had to wait his time. My dad once told me, and I never forgot this, Brian, success is when preparation meets opportunity. Shaheen Holloway has been preparing for this job as head coach of Seton Hall since he was a young assistant, a first-time assistant coach for Nick Marinello at Bloomfield Tech. He's been preparing for it since he was a graduate assistant at Seton Hall under Bobby Gonzalez, and then an assistant coach for Kevin Willard at Iona, and then moving over to Seton Hall with Kevin Willard, and then becoming his associate head coach, and then the head coach of St. Peter's. All along the way, he has developed young men, great players, tutored them, you name them. Deshaun Butler, remember him? Bloomfield Tech, West Virginia. Shaw was there. Kadeem Carrington, Desi Rodriguez, Isaiah Whitehead, Daryl Banks, Casey Nadefo, Doug Eddard. These are guys that Shaw has influenced. So Seton Hall was going to hire Shaheen Holloway, but now they have got a man, a coach with an elite eight next to his name. That says a lot. So if he can do it at St. Peter's, well, now we're going to find out if he can do it in the Big East. 
He has to get the right guys in here. He has to be able to connect with that next level athlete and get that three-star, maybe four-star kid that he wasn't getting at St. Peter's, get that kid to buy in. But you know what? Steve Peichel has shown us it's not about the number of stars. It's about getting the right players. You can find them. They can be ranked 300 or 400. If they're the right players, they'll rise to the top. The cream always does. We've heard that it has to be the right fit. This press conference was one of the most impressive press conferences I have ever been to. And I'm not just saying that because it's Seton Hall, my alma mater. I'm saying it because there were seven standing ovations. This was like being on Capitol Hill for a State of the Union address, okay? Stand up, sit down, clap, clap, clap. Listen, I've seen a lot of press conferences. Gary Waters, Fred Hill, Mike Rice at Rutgers, Bobby Gonzalez, Kevin Willard at Seton Hall. Talk about the Giants, Jim Fossil, Tom Coughlin. Uh, I was at the Devils, Pat Burns, Larry Robinson. I know it's different with professionals, but there was just a buzz about this. As soon as Shaheen Holloway walked in, that was the first standing ovation. And to me, how cool was it that all of his St. Peter's players were there to support their guy? And then they got not one, not two, but three standing ovations. How does that happen? It happens because this was a story that captured everyone's attention in the tri-state, everyone's attention nationally. They deserved it. That doesn't happen at every press conference. It doesn't happen where you leave one program and all your guys, all your guys are there at your new place cheering you on. That's like when Willard went to Maryland. Now I know it's three and a half hours away. It's a little different than being 12 miles away. I get that. But you just don't see this every day. All those Seton Hall players, they weren't at Maryland when Willard was announced there. I mean, Testudo was and the band and the cheerleaders and all that awkwardness going on in the tarmac. That's for damn sure. But obviously, if they were a little closer, you know, maybe some players would have gone. But the point is, is all of them were there. This press conference was just different. And it was different because Shaheen Holloway is different. It's one of Seton Hall's own. The first time it's happened at Seton Hall since Hall of Famer Richie Regan, a former player who led them to the NIT championship in 1953. It hasn't happened since he was the head coach throughout the 1960s. A Seton Hall man coaching Seton Hall. Shaheen's presser 
was short and sweet. No notes, no speech writer, straight from the heart. Afterward, I had a chance to talk to him and ask him what it means to coach at a school where he played and thrived and coach at a school where he and his wife, Kim, graduated, where he met his wife, where his daughter graduated in 2018. What does it mean to Shaheen to be leading his alma mater? Shaheen, what does it mean for you to be coaching here at your alma mater? Words can't explain. You know, this is a dream come true. I'm, just, you know, I'm still dreaming. Like, you know, I don't want to wake up. I said that two weeks ago with the run we made. This is, this means everything to me. When you walk into this gym and you look around, what comes to mind? What memories do you have? So memories, you know, so many memories of me being here. And, you know, we practiced a lot up here in Walsh Gym. We played here. You know, it's just a great place to be. I'm just, I'm just taking it in right now, to tell you the truth. Like, it's just, it's almost like, a, like I said, it's a dream. I just don't want to wake up. Have you met with the players of Seton Hall? And uh, what's going to be your message to them? I'm going to meet with them after this. And they know it's just hard work. And let's get to work. Like, the message is, like it always been, taking no shortcuts, doing this thing brick by brick. With all the recruiting you did in this area and that you've done in this area, what type of a player do you expect to bring here? And how do you expect to use all of the contacts that you have to get that type of player in this program? Just bringing players that want to be here, that fit with what we're trying to do here, fit Seton Hall. It's not about the best player, it's the right player. Um, just go out there and try to figure it out. Um, I got a long road ahead of me. I got to, you know, see what's going on with the roster. But, you know, I'm ready for it. If anyone's ready for it, if anyone's born to do it, it's Shah. He also talked about former Seton Hall players, made it a point to mention Jersey City guys like Terry DeHair and Jerry Walker, guys who stayed home like himself and took the Pirates to great heights. DeHair was there to wish Shah luck. He wanted to hear what the new Pirates head coach had to say. Marcus Tony L, the pride of East Orange and Seton Hall Prep and Seton Hall University was there as well. I spoke to both of those former Pirates about the hiring of Holloway and the significance of bringing another black head coach into the Big East and here at Seton Hall. Marcus, what does it mean to you that Shaheen Holloway is now the head coach of Seton Hall? Uh, it's great. It's great for the, the community. It's great for the school. You know, uh, it gives kids an, an opportunity to see uh, a person of color in a head position, something to strive for. It, it, it gives the school an opportunity to showcase one of his own as not just a leader on the court, but he can also lead a team and, and lead a program in the right direction. He seems like a leader, a great leader of young men. Would you agree? Absolutely. Um, hiring Shaheen is, is as splashy as a hire as any, any coach anybody could think of in the country. And his trajectory right now is, 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 is amazing. And I'm pretty confident that the success that he had at St. Peter is a translate here at Seton Hall. I'm now here with Terry DeHare, who came to Shaheen Holloway's introductory press conference. Terry, first of all, what brings you here? Well, definitely. You know, I'm a big Seton Hall guy, alumni here. You know, I, I bleed the blue and, and blue and white. And when I could see one of my fellow brothers uh, get signaled in to, uh, to lead this, uh, this team, it's a beautiful thing. You know, and I wanted to be a part of I wanted to be a part of uh, 
uh, his, his history here at Seton Hall. Why will he succeed here? I think, I think the story is simple, and, and, and I think the way you succeed in college basketball is based on your recruiting. And I think any time you can send a message that, hey, you know, staying home is a good thing, it's not a bad thing, and you can still uh, do the things you want in life, I think he embodies all of those things, you know. He was a McDonald's All-American, highly uh, recruited coming out, uh, McDonald's MVP, actually, and he decided to stay home, you know. So I think that when you look at these high school kids now, I mean, I think that we're in a good place now when we're trying to recruit those top players here in our state. You and Shaheen and Marcus Toniel and Jerry Walker, guys like that, you all stayed home and made it happen here. Well, definitely. I think that uh, we all are examples that in the good teams, and, and if you take the uh, common denominator of all our good teams, we're, we're pretty much New York and New Jersey uh, based. You know what I mean? So I think that he's going to be able to... Uh, get those type of talented players to stay home. And then I think it's going to be fun for the next couple of years for Seton Hall, and I, and I look forward to watching it uh, grow and happen. Did you watch a lot of those games like America did with St. Peter's out there? Oh, yeah, definitely. I didn't miss, I didn't miss a minute of it. I think that every, every minute was special. I, uh, I always was uh, trying to figure out what his strategy was going to be against these big guys and what he's going to try to employ. But uh, he, he did a lot of great things that uh, I normally – you know, coaches wouldn't do far as taking the air out the ball, no fast breaks, running their sets, no matter who's out there, and playing hard, tough defense. And I think that was their calling card. They didn't make uh, mistakes, and and I think he's gonna uh, he's gonna uh, bring that to Seton Hall, and well, he's gonna have uh, be able to do that with four stars and five star players. While I have you, what are you, what are you up to, and what would you like to tell the Seton Hall fans out there? I like to tell the Seton, Seton Hall fans that uh, I'm around. I'm, I'm here in South Orange. I'm close. Um, and, and I look forward to this year and upcoming recruiting for Seton Hall. It's going to be a lot of fun, and, and we look forward to for dancing a lot in the next few years. Pirates fans would love to go dancing a lot in the next few years. But you know what? They're also hoping to move those feet a little further along into the second weekend and beyond, like those peacocks did, if you know what I mean. But let's be realistic, okay? You just can't say, hey, he did it at St. Peter's. He's going to do it here at Seton Hall. There's a learning curve, like I said before. He's going to have to learn how to coach against some of the best minds and the best coaches in the country. Guys who have dudes, guys who've done it time in and time again in the Big East against the best competition outside of the conference and within the conference. So he's going to have to figure out how to do it there. He's going to have to figure out how to mold men who he hasn't been around ever. In some cases, maybe he's seen them for a year. Maybe he recruited them, but he hasn't been around any of them on a daily basis. So there's going to be a learning curve for all. Will Pirates fans be patient? Well, listen, they're going to expect depending on how this roster looks, an NCAA tournament, or at least a challenge for it. But they're going to be more patient with Shaheen than they ever were with Kevin Willard. Trust me. They will give him more slack because he's one of their own. But the man who's going to be the most patient, I guarantee you this, is Brian Felt. That is the man who hired Shaheen as head coach of St. Peter's four years ago. And here he is hiring him again 
as the head coach of Seton Hall. Here's my conversation with Felt following the presser. Talking now with Seton Hall Athletic Director Brian Felt. Brian, what does this day mean to you to bring one of Seton Hall's home to be the head coach? Uh, you know, it's a celebration of, of not only Shaheen Holly, but it's a, it's a Seton Hall celebration. You know, I think everybody, uh, the reception he had here today, the crowd he had here today, it's a Seton Hall celebration. It's a moment that um, it's the culmination of all of his hard work and uh, as not only a player, but as a coach and as a person. And it's, it's Seton Hall rewarding that. In terms of candidates that were out there, was this the easiest hire, the easiest choice you ever had to make? I guess you could say it's a slam dunk, right? I mean, it was pretty clear to me. Uh, no, it was clear to me. When, the, when things started to change here and, and there was going to be an opportunity that, that uh, I was not going to have to look too far for our next head coach. So what makes him the right candidate? I just think he embodies this university and so, and so many of the aspects that make him who he is, right? I mean, he's, I say he's so, he, I always say this, he's so deeply rooted in this honor and trust and respect and he, and he, he, he personifies that, his teams personify that. And that's who we are at Seton Hall. I, you know, I just think that's what we've always been grounded in, and I think he's the perfect example of it. Did you talk coaching philosophy with him? Did you talk X's and O's? Did you talk recruiting? You know what? It's funny. When I hired Shaw the last time, I mean, I said to him, I said, you know, you're coming here as an assistant, so what are my reservations going to be? I'm gonna, I don't know how it's going to be for you one seat over, right? you got to call the timeouts. you got to call the plays. You're going to be – it's a different deal. I know you could recruit. That was never really a, change, a chance I was going to have to take there, and I, and I know you know how to develop young men, and I know you know how to get guys to buy in. I know those things. Those exist. But you're going to be seating over one more seat. You got to do some different things as a head coach that you don't do as an assistant, make appearances, talk to media. Those are the things that I said to him, I said, that's where you're going to have to take on. And I've watched now four years of him doing just an absolutely tremendous job in all of those areas. So uh, no brainer. So what are your expectations for him? You know, it's, and him and I talk about that. We talked about that a lot in the last, you know, 72 hours, I guess, since we started these conversations. And he knows the expectations are going to be. They're going to be high. I mean, listen, he's, a, he's coming off an Elite Eight run. He's taken over a program that's been to, you know, six NCAA tournaments. Uh, he gets it, you know, six NCAA tournaments in the last seven years. Um, going to be high expectations, but it's year one, too. And, I, and you also have to be a little bit realistic with that. You know, year one's never easy for any coach that comes in any situation. There's a process. You have to kind of get the build the trust with your team. You have to get to know everybody. So my expectations are... I'm not going to sit here and put it like an expectation of where they're going to end up. My expectation is to, to see him get this team to buy into his mentality and to start the culture that I know he wants to build here. So what's on Shaheen's to-do list? Here we go. First and foremost, find out who's staying in-house. There's talent here, folks. We've seen it. Are there enough pieces, though? The point guards are in place. Kaderi Richmond entrenched as the starter. Ryan Conway, there's a player that we didn't see any of last year. For reasons unknown to us, other than maybe he was in Kevin Willard's doghouse. He was a top 150 recruit. He has to have some talent, right? There's got to be some talent there. So right now, he and Jahari Long, coming off an injury, are the backups to Richmond. Trey Jackson, Brandon Weston, Tyler Powell, those are the forwards. The centers, Tyree Samuel, Genevieve Smith. Now, what about the graduating seniors who still have another year of eligibility? We saw on social media, if you were following it, Ike Obiagu has told members of the media he will not return and he will go into the workforce. 
God bless him. The Big East Scholar Athlete of the Year, the reigning Big East Scholar Athlete of the Year. But that leaves three other seniors who graduated who still have another year of eligibility. Jared Roden, Jameer Harris, Alexis Yetna. What happens with them? If I'm Jared Roden, why not play one more year of college basketball? Would he go to Maryland with Willard or stay here and play for Shaheen Holloway, who helped recruit him to South Orange? It's going to be interesting to follow that. And then what about the three incoming recruits? Will they remain committed to Seton Hall? Jaquan Sanders, the shooting guard who decommitted from St. John's and then committed to the Hall. Jaquan Harris had a rough senior season at St. Thomas Aquinas, was injured for most of the year. Jameer Harris's brother, a lot of talent on both Jaquans. And Percy Daniels, the 6'9 power forward center from Louisiana. This is a pretty solid recruiting class. Will they remain? As of this podcast, that recruiting class was ranked fourth in the Big East, 42nd overall. Nothing to sneeze about. So Shaheen has to figure out all of those pieces. How will they fit into his plans next year or not? Will he go to the transfer portal? I will say this. There are players at St. Peter's who could play for Seton Hall. No question about it. The two I'm thinking about are Daryl Banks and Casey Nadefo. Right now, Casey Nadefo would be the sixth or seventh man on this Seton Hall roster. And he would play significant minutes. Daryl Banks is a gamer. Now, I have no knowledge of this. If they're interested in coming to Seton Hall or if Shaheen would even want them to come. But it will be interesting to see how that all shakes out. Then, of course, he's got to fill out his own staff. Brandon Knight could be lured away from Rutgers. They'd have to pay him some big bucks. He is Steve Peichel's top guy. But blood is thicker than water. That will be fascinating. I think Brandon Knight deserves a shot at either place. But how could he turn down the head coaching job of St. Peter's if he gets it? The other names that have been out there as possible Shaheen Holloway assistants at Seton Hall. Of course, guys on Willard's old staff, Grant Billmeyer, Donald Copeland. Where do they fit in? Will Billmeyer finally become a head coach? Will he be a candidate at St. Peter's? A lot of names out there. Rasheen Davis is another one who was at St. Peter's with Shaw who's also coached at places like VCU and UMass and Xavier, Manhattan. So much to figure out. But I'll tell you what, Shaheen Holloway is working at it as I record this podcast. He's working on it. He's exhausted. He needs a break. He certainly needs a break from the media, and he'll get that. As an alum, I could not be happier. Kevin Willard has brought Seton Hall back into the national picture. Bobby Gonzalez put the program essentially into hell. 
the players he had in here, where he left the program, it was dark. Willard's guys graduate, they go into the workforce, they have high GPAs. First and foremost, they are scholars. Secondly, they are athletes. On top of being great student athletes and great representatives, representatives of Seton Hall, they're winners. He took this team to the NCAA tournament in six out of the last seven years. No one in the history of Seton Hall has numbers like that other than PJ Carlissimo. Okay, so it says something. It says what Willard has done for this program. But I'll tell you what, Kevin Willard has now passed the torch to the right guy. He has handed off the baton to the anchor man. And Shaheen Holloway is going to try to bring home the gold. He is going to try to sprint that last lap and take Seton Hall to that next level and finish on the podium. He's the anchor man. He is the right guy to do this. Will he do it? Time will tell. This is a slam dunk hire. I don't think I know Shaheen Holloway will succeed at Seton Hall. He is a proven winner. Everywhere he has gone, from a player at St. Pat's to a player at Seton Hall to an assistant coach at Bloomfield Tech and over to Seton Hall and then on to St. Peter's as a head coach. He has won at every level, except Iona, by the way, where he only stayed for three or three years, okay? He won 20 games there with, with Willard. He would have won there if they stayed. I think there's no question about that. This guy is a winner. He will win at Seton Hall. Will he win championships? Will he win Big East championships? Will he win a national championship? Nobody can ever tell that. But he will win. If Seton Hall and Rutgers can maintain excellence, and maybe even St. Peter's and Princeton, Monmouth, these teams can really make New Jersey one of the centers of college basketball. The two guys at Rutgers and Seton Hall, Steve Peichel and Shaheen Holloway, can be here leading their programs for years to come. Think about that. That is great for New Jersey College Hoops fans. The right coaches are here at the right time in our history. I am so looking forward to next year and seeing what happens at Seton Hall and Rutgers. The right guy is here. Just know I'm not gonna mess this up. I can't mess it up. It's way too important to me. So I'm putting the work in. Thank you so much, I appreciate that, brother. As news breaks out of Seton Hall, whether it's assistant coaches or players coming back or players coming, we'll be talking about it here on the Tri-State College Basketball Podcast. You can count on that. I'm Brian DeNovellis. Thanks for listening.